السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله واهله واصحابه اجمعين وعليكم السلام الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the difference between submission and belief. Mm-hmm. Like there's a clear line between someone who submits to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala versus someone who just believes in it, right? And what we mean by belief versus submission is like, let's, t- let's take a revert for example. When they first turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when they first take the shahada, they believed, right? Submission comes when you act on that belief. Mm-hmm. Acting upon the shahada. What happens at- when you act upon the shahada? You'll start praying. You'll give your zakat, you'll fast Ramadan, and you'll try to do hajj if you're able to. These five pillars of Islam, right? These are like these are the core values that you need to achieve in order to like in order to uh, be a Muslim. Your faith. This is, this is, in this order is to the completion of the faith. Yeah. And there's a number of verses that come to mind when we talk about submission and belief. Like Surah Baqarah, one of the, mo- the most famous verses. We've heard and no, we, we have listened. Obey. We've obeyed. We've obeyed just just like that with a snap of a finger. This is what the people. This is what the righteous have said. Subhanallah. Or the, even um, Ibrahim, Ibrahim alayhi salam, also in Surah Baqarah. وَقَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَصَابِهَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ وَبَنِيهِ وَيَعْقُوبُ يَا بَنِي إِنَّ اللَّهَ اصْطَفَى لَكُمُ الدِّينَ فَلَا تَمُوتُونَ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Do not die. This is the this is the advice of Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam to his sons. Do not die except that you are Muslimun, except that you are submitting your will to God. This is this is this is the, the stable core belief. This is something which is understood between all, all, all among all the prophets and messengers and everyone before us, but even before the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What you don't got nothing to say? Like, are you not a submitter yourself? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Like, look, me, like me personally. I, I knew like there was a time where I knew the difference between submission and belief, and this is why I realized like. Am I am I just a believer or am I just am I a submitter? You know, being a believer, it can mean many different things. Like you could you could indeed know that Islam is the truth, believing that Islam is the truth, and still not act upon it, still not do anything about it. That can make you a munafiq. That can make you a kafir. Right? Hold on, yeah, yeah. Look, look at the kafir. They know Islam is the truth, and they still choose not to uh, mm-hmm. believe in it. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala addresses those people in the Quran, the people who act, who know that who, who they, get, they get up for the prayer lazily and they're. They only remember Allah a little bit throughout the days and stuff like that. But hold on, hold they remember on. it. They remember Allah when it benefits them. But when th- it's not benefiting them, they don't need Allah. They mm-hmm. act like that they are the ones in control of their own lives. When indeed, you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wrote everything for you from before you even a thought, before mm-hmm. you were birthed. Anything about you was nowhere near like mm-hmm. anything but the knowledge of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Mm-hmm. But what is true submission though? Submission is okay. I'm I'm a human being. I have desires, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and sometimes you know I fall into that, but and I may have a habit of doing something. But once I find out something is disliked by Allah or is haram, I immediately stop what I'm doing mm-hmm. and say I submit myself to Allah. I don't even need any background reason behind why it's haram. As as long as Allah said so, that's all I need to know, and, and I submit to that. And what you just described is not easy. It's not easy giving up things for God and or. Uh, struggling in the path of God. It, this isn't something which is easy. This is something which is struggle. What you're mm-hmm. describing is struggle. When you need it is endurance and patience. And there's there's also another verse that comes to mind. And so in Ankabut, And whoever strives, whoever struggles, only struggles for his own benefit, for his own mm-hmm. self. Indeed, Allah is free of need over the world. SubhanAllah, think about this. Whenever we strive, whenever we struggle, 
for the sake of Allah, we're struggling for our own benefit to make us stronger, to make us move higher in the ranks in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the true attainment. That is the true success. Allah tells us multiple times in the Quran. He gives us multiple, multiple ideas of what success is. Easy. Easy. Allah. Allah. And um, what's it called? Like there, when you think about like, how do you going through, you know, the path to belief, to submission, right? There, like me example, when I understood the wisdom behind why music is haram and, mm. or, and, or why it's better for me to give up music and to start listening to Quran, to replace it with something that is beneficial for me, ways for me to learn more than using that time to listen to music, right? That was me saying, you know, I'm giving up this thing that I want to do, the thing I, I want to hear these songs or whatever, these beats or whatever, to say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more important to me than this. I'm going to dedicate this time that I'm listening to music to go listen to lectures, to go listen to Quran, to go memorize the Quran, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because indeed, you know, remembrance of Allah there's so much benefit in it. And memorizing the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy for us. For the people who actively try, who really try and struggle towards that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easier for you. Mm -hmm. You see how easy it is to memorize a song, right? Mm -hmm. Think about how easy it is to memorize Quran. And each time you're reading a letter, you're getting hasanat. What but with music, you're getting sins. What you're, what you're saying right now is beautiful. It's beautiful, and but it's also easier said than done. It's easier said. Why? Because Allah tells us the reality of humanity in the Quran. Mankind is ever hasty, always chasing that instant gratif instant gratification, the instant, the instant success. The instant, all like Allah has described this in the Quran. So if you find yourself struggling with these things, we understand. We know that it we're saying easier said than done in a podcast in a room. It's easier to say you stop this, stop this, stop that. I used to be like that. I used to whenever I used to see someone doing wrong, I'd be like, why can't this just stop? Like, what's wrong with him? But then you understand, you understand the reality of human beings. Why Adam alayhi salam, he disobeyed Allah. You understand this is the reality. Look at our forefathers. And when it comes to submission, immediately, like obviously you started naming something which is personal and anecdotal. Immediately when, it, when I think of submission, I always think about the prophets. Think about Noah. I, I called my people night and day. They, called, they thought he was a crazy man. How long was, did he call them for? For years, <laughs> millennia, like hundreds of years. Like he called, he called his people night and day. Is that not submission? They, they thought he was crazy, thought he was a madman. Think about his mental, think about, think about how strong he was. You think that wasn't hard? You think he didn't strive and struggle for that? You think, and now look at his name now. Every, you can't hear his name except someone says peace after it. Salam Nuh, salam. Nuh salam. There's peace after his name. Think about Ibrahim alayhi salam. Oh, my son, after Ibrahim salam, after he went away from his father, went away from his people, he was blessed with his first child and, he, and he's grown old in age. And then when his child grew old to like the age of puberty exertion to when he was able to work, mm -hmm. I see in a dream that I have to kill you. So what do you think, my son? And we know what his son said. His son said, shiv it. He said, you will find in God willing that I'll be, do, do what you're told. God willing, you'll find me, will, um, you'll find me patient. SubhanAllah. Talk about submission. His own son talk about submission. Talk about submission to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who, who else? Who, who? Wait, but if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about hastiness, right? Mm -hmm. Just look at your own prophet, alayhi salatu did, did he submit as soon as angel Jibreel came to him? Mm -hmm. No, he, he left. He was scared. He, he told his wife, cover me, cover me. Like, he didn't immediately say, I accept, like, 
what what you are. I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna accept this challenge. I'm gonna take on, you even, know, the yeah. prophethood. Even being the seal of the prophet. I was like, no, he, it took him time. He had to understand exactly what was happening to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not easy for for what he had to go through. Obviously, and this is not a comparison or anything like this, but this is saying like, remember that you know these things take time. These things aren't easy, mm-hmm. right? But when you understand the difference between belief and submission, believing that, yeah, I'm going to give up my desires because there's something better for me at the end of the line, right? Like, we're only traveler, travelers in this world. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do here is temporary. But the, the temporary things that we do here will stay with us for the rest of our lives till the day of judgment. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing you think about, right? Like, yeah, we're not here forever, but those deeds will be with us forever until mm-hmm. the day that we are judged, yep. until the day that we are either admitted into paradise or hellfire, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something that to be like to be mindful about mm-hmm. because, um, like I, I, you see it on social media, right? Where you'll see people doing things. You actively know that they know exactly what they're doing is a sin. People will tell them that what they're doing is a sin, but they'll still persist. And I always, still whenever I see videos that, of them doing that stuff, whenever I see that, first I, I don't like to engage, like indulge myself into more confusion. But I always ask the question. I'll be like. Even for myself, like why, why, why was I driven to do that, or what, what came over me to do this, or what made me want to do that, what made me want to say that word? I don't know. But then it immediately comes after just stuck for Allah. May Allah forgive me. I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm 100. I know 100. Like that. That's the reality. I'm not perfect. So whenever I, I mess up, I know that my Lord is the Lord of Mercy. And then also what you said about Rasulullah talk about submission. You want to talk about submission? He was persecuted out of Mecca. All he's seen, he's seen his family members martyred. He's seen his companions martyred. People they for what? For what? Because he said La ilaha illallah, Sumeya, in front of him, murdered. And then when he came, when he came back into Mecca, and he had he had thousands of soldiers ready to fight for him, him the Rasulullah And when he seen the people that persecuted him the first time and humiliated him and said bad things about him and slandered him, what did he do? He freed them and let he them go. He freed them and, and let them go. Them. And he said, he said, he said, what? When he came into Mecca, he said, today Allah. victory belongs to Allah. Allah alone. Talk about submission. You want to talk about submission? Talk about just, well, the, just the belief. Talk yeah, about what submission. What you just said, though, victory belongs to Allah. No matter even no matter what. Not even, oh, I'm, I'm fighting for the sake of Allah like in, in war or something like that. Yeah, victory belongs to Allah. Victory belongs to Allah no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Every good thing that happens. Oh, I, want, I wanted this. That victory belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, that's, that's speaking of that like doing for the sake of Allah submission even no matter what it is this belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. look i was able to secure a new car for my family this belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this mm-hmm. victory of mine i feel i feel accomplished doing this that belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or even you want to give in charity who will inherit the heavens and the earth what do you whether you give in charity or not who will inherit it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look at that look at the beauty so you got all that money in your account and you're not going to give to charity like come on man Where'd that money come from? Allah is the one who blessed you with Allah it. Allah is the one who blessed you with it. And who the one, who's the one that's going to inherit it? Allah. So why not try and have that ambition to do good deeds and do more good? Of course. And uh, we belong to Allah and, and to him we will all return. Yes, and that includes the everything everything that he created. SubhanAllah. Yeah. Correct. And like I want to keep speaking on like my, my own personal um, journey with this was like when I first, you know, began praying actively five times a day, right? There was a time where I was still like hasty between submission and belief. Like I, from a from a young age, I knew Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala was my Lord. I knew Islam was the truth. I never questioned that from my parents because they raised me on this. I went to the masjid. Like there, these were things I never had questions about. But was I always submitting to them? No, obviously not, because that's not that's the reality of life. Not all of us are going to be submitters from the get go. Some we're going to have to go through things to understand why 
we have to submit. We have to go through, do certain sins for us personally, go, go through certain feelings, life experiences to understand what went wrong here for me to have to change and turn myself back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm -hmm. Or for the one who doesn't, they keep doing wrong until the day that they die and they're judged yeah. by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, see, the, these are, this is like the, gui the guidance Allah. is truly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about that. How bad is the fate of the one who his entire life he avoided supplicating to Allah or avoided going to the mosque or avoided praying, even if he, even though he grew up around Muslim? How like bad is like, that's such a terrible fate. That's like, I feel so bad for that person. And I even feel bad for people who aren't Muslim. Like, cause man, all we do, we pray to God and we submit to him. Whenever I have a problem, I know I can, I can raise my hands. I can call to God. Alhamdulillah. Whenever, whenever I want to struggle, whenever, maybe I want to be successful. Why do I want to be successful? Oh, I want to take care of my parents. Oh, I want to give more to charity so I can gain good deeds. So I can have that ambition to keep going, keep going, keep going. So long as I live to the day I meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I come to him with my deeds. And what would I have to show for my life here? You, yeah, but what would I have to show for my life here? Subhanallah. That's that's why I, I always think I'm like, man, alhamdulillah, Allah gave me the ni'mah of Islam. At least knowing, at least to know, at least yeah. to know. That's that's like alhamdulillah. Subhanallah that you just said that, bro. Like, um, I remember I used to think, I used to think, yeah, no, I want success, but for a time it was I want success. So yeah, you know, I could I could provide for my family. It was always about providing for my family. At one point, then it was more like. No, I, if I'm granted success, if this is what is best for me, for my religion, for my hereafter, I want success so I can attribute it to Allah. Anybody ask me, oh, how did you do this? How did you do this? You got tips for doing this? No, worship Allah. Worship Allah. That's all I did. That's all I did. I supplicated to Allah. I made dua mm -hmm. to Allah. I cried to Allah. I asked him if this is best for me, grant it to me. And he did. That's all I have to say. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't grant it to you, know that your reward in the hereafter is better. But you have to trust that, right? Like... This like this is uh, no, something no, that no, I no, no. tell people all that, the time. That's so beautiful. Why? Because I remember there's I remember hearing verses Surah Shuara. And have to work on the, the mighty, the, the merciful. Why? Because he's the one who sees you when you get up in the, for the night prayer. And he, and he accepts, you, accepts you from the, the sajideen. Talk to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, subhanallah. You think, you think your duas aren't going to be an answer? Wallahi, Allah's witnessing you. He witnesses you. He witnesses you. And... Your Lord never forgets. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Your Lord never forgets. He now, never forgets. You want to know something crazy? Like, this is just speaking about, like, you know, something in the Salah. Like, the first time I was ever praying in the masjid, and uh, they recited a surah with a sajda. That sajda was probably one of the greatest, like, things that ever happened to me. I was sitting there in that sajda, like, because obviously it's not the, like, a regular sajda. You're doing a sajda coming back up, they're going to either finish what they were reciting. Or they could recite something else, right? Before you go into Ruku. I went in that sajda, and I don't know why, but I felt closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than I ever mm -hmm. felt in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I made dua in that, in that sajda and everything. I was like, dang, bro. Like, it's almost like you were in sujood. <laughs> like, no, no, no. But, like, you know, you do you do sujood all the time. But this yeah. one was more like, this was an, un, like, it wasn't ordinary to me. It was me. different. Yeah, exactly. It was my first time doing first a time. sajda. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, going through a sajda mark in a surah. And plus, what the surah was talking about doing sujood prostrating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanallah when I, I heard it and then we go down I'm like man this is really what it feels like this is like this is winning in life mm -hmm. like anybody asks me if you see my head on the ground you know that I'm winning don't even look at like, it don't yeah. no, no. have any thoughts about me because look at it at your, at your lowest point when your face was on the floor that's when you felt the best Mm -hmm. Is that because sometimes I think about it? I think about it. I'll, no, like, I'll be like, wow, this is the best possible position in anywhere, in any time, at any point in life. I could, I'm here. Alhamdulillah. 
I could have I could have been anywhere. I could have been exactly. smacking someone up, but I'm I'm in a hole. Like <laughs> Alhamdulillah, so dude. Took the words right out of my mouth. Legit. <laughs> but no, no, for real though. I always thank Allah because I put, you know, the most precious thing on my body on, on the ground for the one who created the, mm-hmm. the heavens and the earth. And not for some falsehood. Yeah, subhanAllah. Like you, you want to speak more about submission. Like I said, the, the five pillars of Islam, right? Once you submit to the once you believe in the fact of the uh, the shahada, right? You're gonna start praying, you're gonna start. Fasting Ramadan. Speaking of the prayer, speaking of the prayer, talk about submission. In, in the Quran, what does Allah say? He says to establish the prayer. What does establish the prayer mean? Why didn't he just say just pray? Establish the prayer. There's five times, five times in a day for us Muslims. Five yeah. times in a day. Establish. You establish your prayer and then your day comes after that. So what that means is you coordinate your day based off your prayer. The prayer is something which is set in stone. That's your meeting with Allah. Mm-hmm. That's set in stone. And then you and then you everything comes around around that. Because the prayer is established. I just wanted to say that. It's kind of cool. I heard something. And the way you just said it, like meeting with Allah, like if you if you, if you you could think about the prayer like that, every single mm-hmm. time you go to pray, thinking like this is a meeting with Allah. Like, yeah, my <laughs> no, meeting no, with no, Allah no. subhanahu wa ta'ala is on, is on the hour, the day of judgment, right? But these are meetings with Allah so that on the day of judgment, every single time I met with Allah in my lifetime, this these was, will come back this to was me. The, this is the first thing you'll be asked about. This is, I don't think you guys understand. I don't think you guys understand. This is you praying to God. And what do you say in every single prayer 17 times a day in every single rakah? Ask Allah to guide you. Yes. Ihdina sarat al-mustaqim. Guide us to the straight path. This is why the Muslims are guided. This is why they stay upon the straight path. The only religion in the eyes of Allah is the religion of Islam. Why? Ihdina sarat al-mustaqim. You're asking God for guidance. How, and who, God, will not, God will not drive you away if you're seeking guidance. Of course. That's true. That's 100% true. I believe that with all my heart. Allah. And an, like, another example I can give you about submitting, this is not even me boasting. This is just me speaking about like where I used to be in life to where I am now or to where I, like, I got to, right? There was a time where if anything happened, any altercation or anything like that, I'd be ready to throw hands. I'd be ready to fight. I didn't care. I didn't care who you were. Even if it was it's something like, it's so like your menial, menial, so small. Yeah, like because at the time, you know, my, the thought of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it wasn't in, in my mind all the time because dhikrullah was not the only thing. I, like it wasn't, I wasn't doing it as often as I was, right? Then... It got to a point where anything happens, I'm like, you know what, subhanAllah, I'm going to just leave it because this is not worth it. You know, he didn't, he didn't uh, insult my family or my religion or, or something like that. It's something that would cause me to have to defend myself. Like, he didn't do anything like that or these people didn't do anything like that, so I'm going to leave it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, sh- because one of the best things that you could do is to be a forgiving person, to mm-hmm. show mercy to another mm-hmm. person seeking the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hadith of the Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam, man la yarhamun nas la yarhamullah, who does not have mercy on the people, Allah will not have mercy on him. That's a lot, another thing, whenever whenever I, like, I started getting really into religion and like you know, contemplating life or contemplating God is one, I saw human beings in such a different light. I saw human beings in such a different light. I tell us all the time, human beings were more alike than we are different. I, I think, like I started to think like that. Why? Because sometimes I always think, Every single human being, we have the two same end as, as either end destinations. Jahannam or Jannah. We're more alike than we are different. Like, and that's like, you know, subhanAllah, I always, like, like, like you said, like, these people, they didn't do anything to harm me, which like or harm me on my religion. Like, have mercy on them. Be lenient towards them. And this is even, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, continue. No, 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 but one of the things, like, personally speaking, that draws me closer to, like, submission is when, once you just start seeing the wisdoms on how Allah has has perfectly placed everything, it's like, okay, every time I submit to Allah, saying I benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Makes you just want to submit even more. Makes mm-hmm. you want to go out and stretch your hand extra to find out more what else you can do to, to get closer to Allah, mm-hmm. to, earn that, to earn that submission, because you have to think. Right, your religion is submission. Mm-hmm. Islam comes from the root word aslama, which means to submit. And that's why, like, the big part of this episode, and what you just said was so beautiful. Always extending your hand forward, always extending your hand more. Why? Because when when we think about like our lives, like 
are, are any of us done? Are we done yet? Job not like we're not we're not dead. We haven't we haven't complete. We're still we're always we don't know where we're gonna short. end up. We're always falling short. Like because human beings, that's something so beautiful to me. Like someone told me, the, like we're always falling short as human beings. That's something so beautiful. Why? Because that means we have extreme potential, mm-hmm. extreme potential, and that's so beautiful. Because it that means no matter what in life, you can always improve, always get better. You can always. Stand up, get up an hour earlier in the night. Get up another hour earlier in the night. Stay up all night you know in, this, in the prayer. You know Go to the mosque for every single prayer. Like that. you can always do better. And then, beautiful man. You no, know, this reminds me of this reminds me of a statement. This was done by a non-Muslim, right? But you know, he's 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 a very big businessman. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how him, like even as a mentor, he wants to stay at a student instead of being like the master. Because as a master, your only place to go down is the only place. Uh, to go is down mm-hmm. from the top. But as a student, you're always accelerating. You're always learning. You're always getting better. You always can improve. Mm-hmm. Now think about it with our religion. We don't know where we're going to end up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always do better. You can always become better because we as human beings, we're, you know, we always fall short like how you said. Mm-hmm. Think about it. And look, that is like, we are always students. There's not like, because we'll never be alam al We'll never know mm-hmm. what we're supposed to know beyond that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to us, right? Mm-hmm. Even about the knowledge of Allah. We won't know about the knowledge of Allah beyond that which he has revealed for us. Like, you you don't know what you don't know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What did you say yesterday? You said if all of mankind and jinn kind were to come together, we'd be closer to knowing nothing than to knowing everything. Yep, yep. Subhanallah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, subhanallah for that, right? You, That's crazy. That, it, it's humbling. It's humbling. Like, I really believe it. And I was I also heard someone say this. I don't know who said it, but and I don't want to misquote, but it was it, it went something along the lines of if if sins or sins or imperfection weren't prescribed upon humanity and joined upon hum- mankind, mankind would have destroyed himself in self in self-amazement. That's how arrogant we are. If you were to think that's about it, that's crazy. how arrogant human beings Yo, wait, are. Wait, 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 wait. No, subhanAllah, think about yeah, it. That, that, just think, that just shows you. Like. That, that's how arrogant <laughs> human beings And whoever, I'm pretty, it was, it's an Islamic figure. I don't know who said it. I, I'm going to go look it up after this because I'm really, I'm really angry. I can't remember his name. But that just shows you, one, that guy's really knowledgeable, subhanAllah, very insightful, very eye-opening. But two, look how arrogant humanity is. That's, and it's so true. 100%. Because even think about it. Look how arrogant we are and we still mess up. No, look at Fir'aun. A, a, a person who thought he was he so thought, high He, he thought he was God. Yeah, he, he convinced he truly, people that he was God. He truly thought he was God. Like, that's... He thought he could do no wrong. Hold on. Isn't that crazy to think about? Someone was able to become so arrogant to the point where he thought he was God. That's scary. Think about it. That's scary. Think and the thing about it. arrogance is you're ignoring truth. Huh? That, and that, that just shows that, you know it. Yeah, that just shows how we can be tested it. with anything. Yeah, like Fir'aun was given all the luxuries of this world, and look how arrogant he became. He, he really thought he really thought he was God, and then at the moment he was drowning, then he wanted to. Then he wanted to. Then he tried. Then he, he tried, tried to thought. Come on, try to say he was amongst come, the submitters. Come on, my man. Stuck for Allah, man. It was too late. Hold on. He could have, if he was sincere. He Allah would have forgave him. Allah would have forgave him. Subhanallah. Yeah, look at that. But now you see the end of those who commit terrible actions. The criminals. I don't know. No, that is crazy though. Like how arrogant we actually could be. Because I, I, I'm trying to think for myself. Like if, if I've been in that situation, I probably have. Obviously, I can't remember it. You know, Subhanallah, that I can't remember it because that would be you know Shaytan trying to throw it in my head. But like that's so crazy because I know for a fact. Like this is me being a rational human being. I know for a fact if we could if we could do no wrong, yeah, we would be looking like we're high and mighty. We'd be walking around the earth like Karun and get swallowed up by the earth. 
Because we'd be walking around like we did everything for ourselves. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did nothing for uh, us. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of that, I see people like that today all around us. Yeah, like exactly. th those, those who don't submit to Allah, those who do not believe in Allah, they think they achieve everything on their own or it was their parents or whatever it may be. Look, look at the arrogance in them. Like, think about it. You could really be destroyed right now. You could lose it all tomorrow. Yeah, you can lose it all today, matter of fact. Yeah, for real. Like, listen listen to this. Like, people, yeah, they, they do a lot of hard work. They go through a lot of stuff to achieve whatever their goal is. And when you don't attribute it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's like you achieve nothing. Like, especially for those people who I see it. Like, if you if you are not attributing, like, your success to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anything good that happens to you to Allah, saying this is this belongs to Allah, then I look at you like you're a loser. Because what did you really achieve? Yeah, subhanAllah. Okay, yeah. you you... Had a billion dollar idea, you got a lot of money. Cool. Like, what is no, that no, no. supposed to do for but you like, no, no, no. when you die? It, it is cool. Like, Alhamdulillah, mashallah, Allahumma barik. You do what you do. But what's that going to mean in a thousand years? A hundred thousand? A million? That's what, that's what we mean when you say, what did you really achieve? The It's more, it's better. The afterlife, the one, the life that's to come. So doing, doing deeds that are for the next life. It's helping you towards a goal that's more enduring and better for you. More longer, forever. Hold on, simply speaking, though, any rational human being can agree with me on this. We all like the humble person more than the arrogant person. Simple yeah. as that. Even if they achieve this, yep. this very same thing. You could just say it like that. If I, if I made like a that. billion dollars and he made a billion dollars, but he's humble and I'm arrogant, obviously you guys are going to lean more towards him mm -hmm. because what's the only thing separating us is our character. Something I was about to say was... I, I kind of forgot it, but let me pick this up. Um, so I was thinking about what we were just talking about. Like if so someone who has this success, right? You said like, what's it going to mean? Like a thousand years, right? So mm -hmm. exactly. What is it going to mean? A lot of people I've, I've spoken to, non-Muslims mostly, they speak like they want to leave something behind. They want to leave legacy behind. They want people to know them after they're gone. And I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with leaving a legacy behind. But, no, but think about the type of legacy you're leaving behind. No, but are the, you leaving wait, wait, wait. a? Uh, think about the life that they live. They live so that other people will remember them. Why not live so that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will remember you? So that on the day of judgment, He He, your Lord never forgets. So He brings back for you all the good things that you did. No, not not so that you could say, oh, I did this for such and such, so that people will remember me. No, no, no. no but so that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala would grant me His mercy on the day of judgment. Here's the here's the thing about legacy. I have no problem like. I actually encourage do something which is memorable and admirable so that when people remember you, but the type of remembrance I'm thinking about here is they remember you and they want to do good as well. Mm -hmm. Think about it. people remember the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They remember his story. They remember his seerah. And it just, it, it increases them in iman. They want to do more. Think about that. That's alhamdulillah. Like whoever encourages one to do good. Well, have reward, reward like, like the, the ones, ones who did, who did it. it. Yeah. Subhanallah. So like that's the type of, have some ambitions. Create, a, open a well, open a charity, see, open an organization. Open a school. Something. Speaking of the Prophet, Alayhi Salaam, Alayhi Salaam, though, that's right. very hard to, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a that's, that's our example though. Yeah, that's you know, some our of example. scholars or some or as, of the yeah, Sahaba, a scholar. Like, like, those like, would be, because they're not prophets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, one of the Salaf. Yeah, one of the Salaf. Thank you. So, yeah, exactly. So, but you understand what I'm getting at here when I talk about legacy, but there's also legacy that you can leave behind that's, look, that's, Terrible. They're, Terrible. They're, you look yeah, at the, any serial killer in history. Look at what their legacy leaves behind, though. It doesn't say they did such and such for glory, to bask mm -hmm. glory. Every for single the time they Allah. got glory, they, they attributed it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Like, you look at the Sahaba, the Khulafa uh, al-Rashidun. Everything they did was for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They did everything that they thought the Prophet would do. Mm -hmm. They tried to, you know, adhere to the, to the sunnah that they witnessed themselves as best as they could.
they didn't do anything out of their own desires. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. doing good yeah. things yes. out of your desires but rather, is not going to yeah, get yeah. you anywhere. Rather for the sake of Allah and no, Allah yeah. alone. And of course, you know, we brought this up before. If you're not doing something good for the sake of God, why should I expect a reward from God? SubhanAllah. Mm. If you're doing good deeds just to show out, yeah. You know, if any, you should be destroyed for that. If if you're doing good deeds, if you, yeah, yeah, that's so that's actually so beautiful and so profound. If you're doing good deeds, if I'm doing good deeds for a clap out of YouTube and I get my clap out of YouTube, why would I expect a, a reward from Allah? Mm -hmm. You already got okay, what you yeah, wanted. Yeah, I already got what I wanted. But the reward of Allah is way better. It's way exactly. better. That's that's so beautiful. Now this reminds me of something. I'm I'm not sure exactly where it's. It's like whoever wait is I don't know. It might be hadith or something. But it's like whoever seeks. Uh, like something he'll have that thing like if it's not from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he'll have that right like if you like for, for example who, haram income yeah or or something like if you were to worship an idol then on the day of judgment like you'll see that idol but he'll turn on you mm, so okay. if you seek to impress people in this dunya yeah you'll probably impress them but on the day of judgment what's gonna happen they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna disbelieve they're gonna disbelieve in your association Exactly. Beautiful. SubhanAllah. Talk about submission. Submission to the one true God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the only way. That's the only way you can achieve sex in the my, my final, in the My final piece of advice for people who like believe in Islam and they know that they that Islam is the truth, but you haven't fully submitted yet. Like you have to think about the things that you do. If you're listening to music, if you go to the club, if you drink, if you smoke, these are things that while you know Islam is the truth, you haven't fully submitted yet because you haven't like submitted to the fact that your desires are not worth like disrupting your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because mm. every sin you commit will slowly disrupt that connection. Now, not everything will take you out of the fold of Islam, but these things will disrupt your ability to get better on your deen, to mm. increase the yourself, way, the best to increase way, your rank and your status the with best Allah. Way to, the best way to describe sins was like how the Rasul said it. Every time you, you sin, you get like a black dot on your heart. Until you get so many sins, your heart becomes black and you can't even, you can't even recognize right from wrong and wrong from right. It hinders your relationship with God. That's like, that's like what a sin is. A sin mm. is something which is harmful to you. You know, something that renders our relationship with God, right? It might be minor, maybe major, but, you know, we should never underestimate the the, the weight of a, of a sin. Mm -hmm. yes. So, like, for example, right, this is something very common, right? This is something like, you know, we we all should work on, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's the it's the bad language, right? Every mm -hmm. every day you, you're out here, oh, you guys are cussing, whatever, a calamity befalls you, you cuss. Just think mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. Think about, like, okay, like, let's say you get you get hit by a car. What are, what are the likeliness if you cuss every single day that you're, that a cuss word is going to come out of your mouth and it may be your last words? Mm. You think Allah is going to allow you to die on la ilaha illallah if that's all you're used to repeating all the time? Mm. Think about it. Now, mm. if you're used to repeating dhikrullah, like anything uh. happens to you, you say subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allah akbar, or all of the above, then think about it, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow you to leave this earth saying dhikrullah, saying it in the remembrance of Allah, leaving with la ilaha illallah so that you are guaranteed jannah. Of course, because look, this reflects back to even Fir'aun. Fir'aun didn't live a life according to, you know, his, his last words. Yeah, exactly. And Allah did not allow, to, allow him to die upon it. So I strongly encourage everyone to work on this, right? This is a reminder for myself and to everyone. That's a great reminder. A great to way to end, end the episode, subhanAllah, speaking of what it means to be a Muslim, submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, submitting our will to the will of Allah, right? So with that being said, you know, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. All right, guys, make sure you guys share this video, like it, and uh, share it with your friends and family if you guys enjoyed this. And you never know whose life you, you could change. Just to remind you, we're not scholars. We're still students of knowledge. We're getting better. Mm -hmm. Assalamu alaikum Yes. A reminder again, we are not scholars. So bear that in mind. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.